0: After fighting against a fascist militia, assaulting a train carrying supplies for the Revolutionary Army, our heroes finally arrive into Pentagonia. After an encounter in which they meet Gore, a Second World War veteran that has defected for the Soviets, the team finds which lake houses greater purpose underwater air. Thanks to Donald Weller and Tainted, they made their safe content warning. Casual references to animal cruelty and police violence. Intense portrays of mental illness and depression. You make your way up to the mountains. It's shivering cold. But you can see the steam rising of the lake up northwest. And you can see at the distance the village that you were told about and well you decided that you will not go to Quarry. that you will go directly to the lake and you approach the lake and uh, it's much warmer here there's still some vegetation around it and you see what seems to be marks of something heavy metallic being dragged across the shore which still has not been covered by mud or snow and figured that, uh, well, something heavy has gone into this lake or come out of this lake relatively recent. So maybe you are on the right place?
1: So how are you guys at swimming? I'm pretty okay. I mean, yeah, I'm decent at it, you know, I grew up swimming a lot. I will say I do carry on me some relatively sensitive pieces of equipment that if I completely submerge them in water, they won't work as well right away. So that's kind of worth considering.
2: Didn't you bring any plastic bags?
1: Oh, you mean the gun. I do mean the gun. I mean, I did bring plastic bags. I could probably fit the gun parts. It's just not the most elegant way to carry. I mean, I guess I could just wrap the entire case and... Yeah, we could do that.
0: Oh, wait. You don't have a mod for your uh, motorcycle to go underwater? You probably... You had the motorcycle and its combustion engine designed to operate in space. So what other considerations you could make that had at ready for you to be able to take it underwater
1: um, so yeah the uh, propulsion system the combustion engine part of it I would have made enclosed in such a way that uh, you know like water couldn't get into it I mean like it's actually designed to create propulsion in the vacuum of space but it just also happens to work to seal it off from water. The wheels do in fact turn into propellers. They're not normally I don't normally use like rubber tires. I mean like the it is a flexible tire but in order to make sure that it has tread on difficult surfaces, it's actually more of like a, a very fine track that has been molded into the shape of a wheel and that just kind of extends like just folds out and the wheels become propellers and then there's like a bubble that kind of pops up around the where the the rider would be. That's made of plastic like it's kind of flexible it doesn't like it, it it stays about the same volume because it's it's circulating air within that little cavity but it's just like a flexible kind of plastic bubble around the driver's seat and then yeah there's a uh, there's a thing in there um that can circulate a small amount of air it's not a ton i definitely couldn't like explore the ocean depths with it or whatever but you know it'll work for a solid couple hours of undersea exploration should i need to do that Um, yeah, I think that's it. I don't think there's, I can't think of any conceivable way that he set it up so he could easily fire his gun from the bike underwater. So I think that that's the extent of it. Johnny, is this the hamster configuration? Uh, this is the, either you can swim or you can ride in the bike with me configuration.
2: I didn't think you were supposed to put two hamsters in the same hamster ball.
1: You know, that's true. So we're going to follow the same rules as the hamster ball. If you hold very, very still, everything will be fine. No sudden movements. You got me? You make that sound like
2: I make a sudden
1: movement ever john have you seen yourself in any sort of high octane situation like it's less of a hamster ball and more more imagine if you were the hamster ball and if the hamster ball was a pinball instead it wasn't a good metaphor and i'm sorry about that but you get it you know words hurt and then he presses a button on the motorcycle and one of the sidecars pops out and it also has one of these little bubbles on it he's like you want it or you or you want it or you want to swim
2: Look, I'm j- I'll am be in the little side hamster ball, but I
1: expect to have my wood chips. I'll see what I can gather up here around the shore. Yokim, do you want to take another sidecar or do you want to or would you prefer to swim? Hmm. I haven't had a good swim in a while. I think I swim. Okay. It's probably, I mean, you know, fair is fair. It's probably a smart idea to have somebody sort of free from the bike system in case anything weird happens out of the water. I don't know that that's going to be a thing, but you know, hey, better safe than sorry. As it disappears under the waters of the lake,
0: you can see a series of airlocks that uh, come from the walls of the lake, as well as bigger cargo ones that seem to be at the bottom. And all of them, they seem to be tightly sealed. This is your approach here.
2: I imagine we've, you know, System 4 has been going on for a while and specifically we've had Joachim on the team for a while. I imagine there's some sort of hand signs that System 4 uses for situations where they can't talk because the superhero, they come up way too often. Uh, So using these same hand signs,
1: I'm going to just signal, should we just knock? Ludo, from what I know about this porpoise, if we just knock on his door, is he going to overreact to that? Very likely, would you say? Thing is, you
0: never interacted with them on uh, on any situation in which he was alone. So you figure that no matter what his reaction is, and after all, he called for you, you know that he's by far probably not going to be the only person on his base.
1: Honestly, I feel like we're kind of in a, in a position where we sort of just need to accept that we're going to have to confront some folks So I think we should knock. This is a lot to be conveying in hand signs, but I'm doing it somehow. It's amazing. I think we should knock, but I also think that maybe Joachim should hide out of the way of the airlock a little bit, just so that they're not immediately visible, unless there's, you know, just in case there's somebody waiting right there for us, then Joachim can get the drop on them. How do we feel about that? Sounds good. Joachim, how do you feel about that? Seeing as you're the one that I specifically just referenced. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Yeah, Johnny suggests that. And I guess we're cool with it.
0: So as soon as you approach the nearest warlock, it opens and it gives way to a decompression zone and there seems to be another inner airlock, but you don't see any obvious security apparatus. But uh, you can see beyond the next two airlock that there are Two different chambers, one with water and one with air. And as you wait for them to open, you get the feeling that you can choose either one as soon as the locks open.
3: I choose the air one because I don't know how long. I kind of want to make like I can hold my breath for 10 minutes joke that was in Monkey Island series,
1: but I'm not sure if that's... Yeah, I'm going to take the air one. I definitely can't hold my breath for 10 minutes.
2: (laughs) I know it's comic, so we can breathe underwater. We're fine. We never run out of breath until it's dramatically
0: appropriate, but I'd rather breathe air. So with a heavy clank, the airlock opens to something with air, and uh, you can feel how stale it is. And um, you see many beeping sensors on the walls, and you can see the glowing scanners in the parts around it. And you realize that uh, this system has a very strong containment unit that uh, as your step echoes down the corridors, you're going to have to encounter this one way or another. You cannot avoid the alarms. You're going to need to deactivate them somehow. And this is going to be represented by an ongoing challenge. So you need two successes that disable security alarms and You will be on a timer, which is the inevitability that you're going to be on
1: a place that is going to be scanned. So how are you proceeding, Dondes? Honestly, my first question would be, John, is this one of your secret things that you know?
2: I can uh, take a crack at it. John Doe is going to walk up, look at this complicated thing of sensors, just trust his intuition and the, the strange vibes he gets sometimes to guide him through this. He's not going to hesitate and be like, oh, this blinking button looks important. He's just going to use just boop, 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 boop.
0: Well, I actually am going to go against the principle of amnesia because there's nothing novel about going to a panel and pressing buttons. That I'll not call it a fresh perspective. <laughs> Basically what I will do, and I guess anyone will do with the panel. Then let me change this,
2: and in a way that I think more actively represents tapping into the amnesia and the John Doe of the past. John Doe looks at the panel for a minute, looks really hard at it, nods, and then punches out part of the wall above the panel and starts messing with the actual wiring? John Doe is a CIA spook. Why would you mess with the actual paneling when you could disable the whole thing above it? I may not know what the buttons do because there's lots of them, but there's much fewer wires and I can make a better shot at what
0: they do. How's that swing? How's the six do me? So you try to rely on your impulsive memories of the CIA or whatever. And you try to go and mess with the things on the other side. And uh, you realize that you actually don't have nothing. You don't remember being in any situation like this. And you can keep tampering without knowledge, widely grabbing cables and pulling them but you are doing this really ignorant and uh, you're gonna take two health of damage if you are to mess enough with the systems to actually harm them i'll do it so so yeah so you basically start tearing things apart and without any foreknowledge of the dangers of that And you get a lot of shocks and a few caustic burns with something that you have no idea what it is. But uh, you made progress. And I'm going to advance one success and the timer one step. Who do you hand off to?
1: The situation at hand, just this alarm system, is that what we're doing here? Or does this also extend to, like, going and checking on Philip? Oh, this is just you making to the first floor. Is there anything nearby that a map an indicator anything that might sort of give me a quick rundown of the layout of this place so that i can know where we need to go so i can kind of make this a like we can kind of give ourselves direction as quickly as possible or is there anywhere i could go to get that information that i might be able to tell i guess i'm gonna let
0: you use one of those boosts create the circumstances that actually helps get the feeling that this is not a place full of maps because this is an entryway. And this seems to be to focus on containment. So it's not organized in a way. It facilitates this kind of navigation. Intentionally difficult to navigate. People are not supposed to be living here. People are supposed to be coming through. And things that try to come here, they... Are to be flushed out, and uh, the, you can say, you get a sense that they, there is not much worry about people that will come here to the air part. That the purpose of the air filled part is to provide oxygen to the lower levels. So, what you realize is that there are marks on the walls, that uh, they are lines that lead out to other airlocks and that cross over with the water-filled sections of the first floor, and you realize that they are interconnected. And uh, those are probably going to be better defended and better equipped, but at the same time, they're not going to be covered by these types of arrays. So you figure out the locations of the waterways, And you figure that uh, in case you need for something, you can force a pass between air and water sections. So that will gonna be your bonus.
1: So a map of the waterways. Do I spot any of the sections that have both water and air present? You know, hypothetically for an animal to be able to breach it had a blowhole or is it just there there are a few of them or whatever?
0: Not all of them fit that description, but there are a significant number of ones that
1: do. Yeah, I'll go ahead and, I guess, take that information. Do I see, like, an like an intercom of any kind?
0: Well, again, do you want to spend the bonus to create an intercom
1: of any kind? So I, I'm going to save my last one in case we get into something nasty.
0: Yeah, because, again, there, there is no need for intercom because things that are not entering this way that need an intercom. Yeah. It's like having an intercom on event, you know? Yeah. yeah, 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 Great point.
1: Yeah, I think I just try to quickly figure out places that Philip might be currently in the facility. Tell the others he's got to be in one of these, like, or one of these areas, unless he's moving between sections. So those are probably our best bets. And then I guess I'm going to. I guess, yeah, figuring out the mapping thing is kind of my, my deal here. So I guess one is going to be the map at
0: base, and the other, I don't know, something like. Uh, sideway access or an expected entryway or alternative access yeah something like that let's just call it there's always a way in <laughs> okay so why don't you describe how you get this accurate mapping of the structure
2: what if you fired a bullet that effectively um, coded like that had some sort of tracer that released some sort of chemical that you then transmuted and you literally just
1: used your transmutation effectively as a map very cool extremely good Love that. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's like a little propulsion boat with like a chemical trail that it's meant to move at just a slightly lower speed just to make sure it's meant to move at a slightly lower speed because I feel like it it pushes through water better because it's also a little bit heavier, but this trail, it leaves behind. I basically just have my hand out as soon as I fire it and I kind of twist a couple fingers and we see that trail kind of start to glow. I've just transmuted it uh, into like a different chemical, but as I'm kind of transmuting it, I can feel where my powers are stretching out to.
0: Who do you hand off to?
1: Sure, I have the map, and I, I just kind of very quickly relay the layout as best as I can say it in a very short form. I hand off to here.
3: You suggest messing with the spirits of electricity. I think only one way I can do that is to actually make connections to the spirits of the electricity. Because what I'm imagining is like terminals of a, like a ship where all the wires and conduits are in, like, metal pipes going along the walls.
0: Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. It's exactly like that. Or you can try to make friends with the spirits in general, and, uh, hey, maybe don't be an arc.
3: <laughs> All right. All right. I'll try that. I just don't know how I'm going to do that with my skill set here. Um, I actually make it with a 10.
0: Yeah, it actually went great. You are able to commune with with... Uh, spirits and uh, you feel like you are accepted by them and they no longer going to ring the alarm as you go around. And uh, you are caught by the scanner and the scanner goes through you and uh, you have been read. You know that the system is still more or less working the parts that were not destroyed by John Doe, but uh, no alarm seems to be ringing. It's reading you as it would read the walls or the water. So you can proceed and explore the first floor without worries about the PLR now.
3: Is there a door nearby? Or do I have to pass it on to the base now?
0: You're going to have to pass it on to the base. You enter what seems to be a big hallway with a big water tank in the middle, and uh, you realize that the tank, it is a long connective tissue between these and the lower sections of the complex and there's a lot of water purification filters and alongside the main tank you have an empty air tunnel which the airflow is coming on the opposite direction so it's going to be again it's going to be like going through an air tunnel if you're going to use that to descend instead of the tank and there are many true doors that uh, Come from this big hallway six, and uh, you hear clattering from uh, one of the other doors as things are turned around, and you realize that uh, there is no power in that section. That whatever the tampering that you did to enter here disrupted something, and something has been released from containment, and you start to see the steel door bend at impact after impact, and something comes through. You can only picture what you see as the answer to the most perverse riddle. What happens when you combine a broken space probe? Microbial sludge has been exposed to the radiation of the vacuum of space and you put them together with the run-off of alien engines. Well, whatever it is, it's massive, it's flowing, and it's angry. It's a giant slime monster. With some robot parts. Space robot slime, yeah.
2: Space robot slime. Oh boy. I believe uh,
0: the technical term for this creature is a mess. The space thing, that animated trash Well, trash is around the place and painted metallic transmitted sounds just screech as it crawls towards you and it seems to be eating through the floor and it creates a small hinder of floor slime.
2: Alright, I'm going to actually use one of my moves, but I gotta be quicker than that. Where I get to take any two basic actions using uh, acrobatic. I'm going to, I just have to use my min die. So I'm going to use my leaping and acrobatic to jump over the space monster. I'm going to, so I'm going to use one of my actions to outrace it and one of my actions to create a boost for the homies as I'm jumping around. I'm knocking any spare anything if there's any left over. I know people haven't been staying here, but people leave debris everywhere we go. Using Debris to try and create a boost to counter the slippery floor. Because John Doe's about the homies. Well, Ludo, I rolled a one for both of these actions.
0: Well, you rolled a zero in one of them because of the hinder. So which one to sit?
2: Use, I'll create a boost called Favorable Terrain. You stumble
0: around, you have no idea what this sludge is. And you expect a certain amount of resistance to that? Uh, In fact, you expect kind of more resistance because you are moving through a fluid, but does not behave like that. It behaves in no way that you expect. So you slap and miss the attack, but able to clean a path for others to advance. And uh, as you land, you hear the shock reverberating and you can feel panels moving and... The movement of an elevator, like, but it's the entire hallway. like the entire hallway is going upwards, like something is changing on the configuration of this place. you hand off to? Well, I don't
1: like that. Iron oh, Man, you want to go? You want to take a crack at this? Yeah, Ludo, can you give me the quickest little baby recap of the situation as it stands currently? Seems like there's a lot of moving parts.
0: You are on the central hallway of the first floor that gives access to the second floor. There is an air tunnel, there is a water tube, and from one of the side interways, a space anomaly has escaped. There's no rampaging through the hallways, and the hallways just started going upstream,
1: as if acting as a massive elevator. I'm gonna try to turn the space goo monster to stone. With my transmutation power. I was going to say I don't really want to hurt it, but I'm turning it to stone. That would probably fucking hurt it. (laughs) Okay, I got an 8. And my minimum was a 4. So that's a hinder of, I think, minus 1
0: on the thing. Yeah, and the attack is going to be an 8, right? Yes. Uh, It's safe, so... Yeah, so describe what you do to try to contain them and how it fails, but they are still
1: hindered. There was already a sort of a slime trail leading to the creature itself, right? Yeah. Johnny just tries to stick his hand into that and then is immediately like, gross, 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 and is just trying to transmute that trail from where he's standing to the creature um, into stone. And I think that... It just doesn't like, I mean, it does the trail, but it doesn't extend upward to the creature. So, just like that. Yeah, it's kind of, it just doesn't make it that far. And uh, as soon as that happens, he's just like, oh, fuck. I guess I'm going to hand it to the base. Yeah, I'm going to hand it to the base.
0: The hallway keeps going up. And uh, finally, it is separated from all the airlocks in and out and you realize that uh, this seems to be the conventional configuration of this place based on the mapping that you did. It's only that it adjusts itself when there is access in and out of the airlock. And you realize that for all the intents and purpose, as it is on this configuration, you cannot leave and you must have missed this during the period of the time that you were on the compression and there are no doors out. Or in now. Instead, there's only reinforced glass in all directions. And there are what seems to be mirrors on the side. And it starts rotating over its axis. And it is not stopping. And now you are subjected to additional centrifugal force. The thing is, this might attract my attention that you were not, well, that you were able to avoid because you disabled the alarm. Because now that this is active, it's pretty much a telltale sign among the escaped space anomaly, that something might be wrong. And a screen comes from across the mirrors and you can hear the glaring of trumpets coming, diffused through the water. As the screen opens and you see the scarred face of greater purpose looking at you from the screen.
1: Hey, Philip. You, uh, hey, bud. We're, uh, we're here to check in on you. Oh, fuck. Is this the, is the space anomaly? Are we about to shoot this fucker's dog? (laughs) Sam, I'm so glad you came
2: to that conclusion because that's where I've been.
1: Hey, Philip, is this thing like your dog? We really don't want to, if it's your dog, I really don't want to hurt it. Can we like not hurt your dog? That's very important to me for reasons that are definitely not meta-narrative reasons.
0: Ah, I see that you have come into my home to see what I've been doing. I hope you like my observatory, because if you want to take a good look, I'm going to give something that you're going to enjoy looking
1: at. I, it's a beautiful observatory. Uh, can we sort of address the, what is this thing? Are, is this like your friend? I want to know whether or not I should be trying to hurt it. That's very important. I will, I, we can, we can do every other part of the conversation after that. I just want to sort of address that first.
0: Behold, the power of the cold stare of the stars. Take a good look. And the screen blinks out and you see that the mirrors they seem to be kind of heating.
2: Hey, Johnny, I think that's just a recording or Philip's a real asshole.
1: I was going to actually sort of I was going to go for that one. Honestly, I just kind of I was just remembering that he is, in fact, sort of a dick. But uh, yeah, we'll. you know, pearls pearls before swine. Yeah, let's just try to get to Philip. And if we can, if we can get away from this thing, let's just get out of here. Did you say the mirrors were heating?
0: We're about to get burned. That is a massive Heat wave coming baking through the observatory and who you will say which of you is closer to the outside of the hallway. I think it will be John Doe. Probably. Alright, how much do I take? Nine damage coming your way.
3: I'm gonna go ahead and direct it and try to defend.
0: So, Brother Kid, tell me how you manage to disperse heat.
3: Single die. Okay, single die. Uh, Well, let's see how well I do first. Five damage coming my way. (laughs) So I think I just quickly intervene between John Doe and the heat wave, but I don't get my uh, toughness up enough to fully reduce the damage. Still take a significant chunk though.
0: It's your turn. There's more than
3: one enemy on there. I'm going to now use Modification Wave to hinder both Philip and the Anomaly. Oh, come on. You can do better than that, Dice Roller. I think that's only a minus one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a minus one to the mirrors and the Space Anomaly. So what do you do and what does it look like?
3: I once again hold up my magic axe and just kind of shout... Creating this kind of minor shockwave that knocks the creature back and kinda causes the mirrors to shake a bit. And I hand it off to
1: anybody I want right now. Hand it off to Highwayman. Honestly, I kind of feel like I'm gonna use would would area alteration would that count as huh. I was thinking of using it in the sense of trying to like essentially just like break the function of those mirrors so that they can't do another heat wave. I think I'm just gonna go with a called shot. Now, actually, hang on. No, you know what? I'm going to go for exploding ammo. Uh, attacker overcome using leadership on an environmental target. Use your max min die. Uh, if you roll doubles, take a minor twist. I'm going to use that. Okay, so that was already a nine, plus my minimum would have been a three. Uh, but I did roll doubles, so I take a minor twist. Um, so it totals out to, I got a 12 uh, as far as my attack goes on the environmental target, which is the mirrors. Uh,
0: so that's six damage on both targets, right?
1: Yeah, I guess I'm hitting them both. Who do you hand off next to? I'm going to pass it to... Wow, the scene has gotten much more complicated. Space anomaly, I think. It takes the hits from you. It's caught by the hit flats.
0: And you get the feeling that these things is near unstoppable. Again, these things should not even be alive. Is it alive? What the hell it is. It just keeps coming. And uh, it has been hurt by heavy men. Has been hurt more, well, not at all, but you know, it's more annoying by the mirror system. So it basically starts floating and lets the centrifugal force of the spinning observatory work in its favor and starts throwing sludge against all the mirrors, trying to create a blanket wall. Of goo and whatever it is composed of, that seems to ward off the heat systems and is eating at the glass, separating the observatory from the mirrors, also from the entire body weight of the lake around you.
1: Yeah, I don't think this is uh, Philip's friend. Yeah, I
0: feel like just took four damage.
1: This is exactly the information I needed. We are not killing this dude's dog. That's all I needed to know. We can kill this thing now. It's
0: extremely
2: hard. There.
1: Hey, Brad, would you mind kicking its ass for me?
2: You know what? What? What's the magic word? Ready, please? Absolutely. <laughs> Excellent. You guys want me to attack both this guy and Philippe? or just really focus on... You know, quick question. Does this thing have a brain? Good question. Probably not. Okay. Knocking its brain equivalents around... All right, I'm going to use my... I'm going to go back to a green classic. I'm going to use my opening blow, which lets me use my close combat die as John Doe just... All right, whatever you are, I'm going to... It just starts punching, realizing that the normal joking doesn't really have much of an effect on it. I got an eight. I wish this space anomaly of very would fail.
0: But it failed. So describe how you actually managed to disrupt the equation of this thing that defies the laws of physics. I mean, you act like punching
2: things that stand in defiance of the laws of physics isn't rapidly becoming the John Doe brand. Uh, I run over and I start punching the metal parts of it, figuring, worst case scenario, I hurt my knuckles. Best case scenario, there's less mass in it, and some of these might be vital to its existence. And so you see John Doe just punch out whatever the nearest metal part is. like, okay,
0: I think that hurt it, fills up. So, as the thing starts rattling, you see the monitor blink again, you hear again the trumpets, and you see the explosive symbol of the 4th International, and you see a very annoying Philip. You have no respect for hospitality. I let you gaze at the stars and you wreck my observatory, and you hear the distant sound of blinking lights. Structure compromised. Mirror shielding overheating. And the monitor goes off again. And you find yourselves covered in steam. And you realize that is because water is being intentionally let in to try to avoid damage to the glass because of the mirror overheating. Problem is, it's not having the cooling effect because of whatever the slime is doing. So, that's going to be a hinder. That's all of you, as long as you are on this area. Philip, lands over to Berserk. I'm
3: going to cash in that two, plus two bonus from the mapping because it kind of makes sense if we're being hindered by the steam. I'm, I'm guessing that it's obscuring our vision and stuff like that. And I'm going to go ahead and just power strike... <laughs> this anomaly, so I'm neutralizing the steam. Okay, that's a nine.
0: (laughs) Nayam, well, (laughs) tell us what you do and how you actually managed to give them a good transit. As it's facing
3: the mirrors, I just jump out of the mist and slam my axe into a part of it. I'm not sure how this thing is really shaped. I'm not sure we can even imagine its shape. Some vital part of it gets hit with my axe.
0: <laughs> There's just no warning, and the steam just seems to disappear. And you realize that it is disappearing because the observatory has cracked, and all that water that should be outside is now inside. And as fast as it happened, you realized now you are, well, you are partially flooded, and you realize that the only reason why you are not breathing underwater now is because of the air tunnel blowing from the outside, creating this wall that is giving you time. So, I'm advancing the scene twice as an action, and because advancing. So, you're running a lot of time to do whatever you need to do as the base is taking critical damage as a lot of water, a lot of mass is being applied to it. Oh, So yeah, so now there are only four boxes left on the scene for this engine failure. When's to go next?
2: I would like to kindly say for everyone who is a member of System 4, fuck. Fuck indeed. Take that as please let me go next. So John Doe, to be the best, you gotta beat the best. Let's go. All right, I'm gonna use my open and blow to just, as an important side note though, also when Berserk here, when they jumped out of the mist, I immediately just, oh, you scared me. We gotta put a bell on your big viking ass. Now I'm going, then I'm going to resume punching it.
0: Punch, 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 punch. I've
2: punched a lot, actually. I'm gonna throw a kick in every once in a while. The punch of the foot. As everyone calls it. <laughs> And we're under a minus two hinder from the steam vent, swinging with an eight after jumping at the fear of Yoki burst out of the steam, punching metal.
0: Yeah, and uh, the space amount, it seems to, between the water coming in, throwing so much around being such hit, it seems to have lost a lot of its bio, ting, mass, clear mass, crypto mass, whatever it is, it seems to be less of it, literally to dilute it and to beat it out of equation. So it is a much meaner threat. You see, uh, Ludo, I like to classify it as something that
2: if you showed a biologist, they would just yell at you for bringing in impossible things. Who told you you
1: could bring this in here?
2: So who goes next? I'm going to pass off to highway. Who
0: told you that you were allowed to come in here and break all known laws of biology? Like a slime mold. Before you pass, do you remain on the first floor or you try to go down to the second floor out of the observatory through the air to or the water tube? Do we
2: want to literally do this in classic acting style where everyone we're at the finale of the scene, each of us does an action and leaves? I think so.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking.
2: So yes, John Doe exits the scene, pursued
1: by the rest of System 4, hopefully. Just like Shakespeare said.
2: And then I pass the however Yeah,
1: Yeah, I'm going to use Cold Shot. I'm just going to attack this thing using Lightning Calculator, and I'm going to throw down a boost with my Max Die that hope that Yokim is able to use. Uh, the attack is a 7. The boost is also going to be a 7.
0: So what is the boost? It's a plus 2, right?
1: So that would be a plus 2. I think I'm just going to call it Where Do You Want Him? Because I'm just trying to basically position this thing so that Yokim can really, really wail on it.
0: Yeah, and it cannot save it, so... Enjoy tearing it apart and
1: leaving the scene, so go for it. It's the Highwayman classic of just like, I don't think I've fired the gun at anything in this scene, right? Am I right in thinking that? No, I guess I did it at the mirror.
0: Yeah, I was going to say just the mirror. So technically, it filled it.
1: It is a called shot, so I just straight up like whip the the rifle around, level it at this thing, and we just kind of see the bullet slow down and just like, I mean, just straight into center mass. Just shred through this thing, and it just kind of becomes just a explosion of goo and shrapnel and stuff as it blasts away. And then I rev the engine on the bike and jump down to the floor below. They look sick as hell.
2: Yokim's gonna pick it up and throw it against the wall like one of them spooky spiders, <laughs> and then just run down.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Then I do in fact pass to pass to Yokim. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> going to dribble it like a basketball. just a basketball that falls apart halfway through.
0: Yeah, I mean, why don't you take it home?
1: <laughs> I think I
3: just baseball bat it into oncoming water, I guess. So I, I take my axe and just kind of hit it with the flat right into a crack in the wall or whatever. To the wall of water where it just fizzles out. And jump into the tube, which sends as the water fills the tube, I guess.
0: Uh, so who you hand off to?
3: I'm afraid to hand it off to the base, so I'm going to hand it off to Philip.
0: We get to the second floor, and the second floor, it has single corridors and up to, like, chest high on, you know, waist. No, crotch high for berserker. It's water, and the rest is filled with air. So it seems to be a place where it's actually a living space. You can see a few places that are for most of it where uh, purpose would really navigate and freely live. You can recognize uh, a library, a living room, etc. And uh, most of them they are kind of hybrid. But uh, you have no idea how people were supposed to maneuver around it without getting wet and swimming or paddling across and you see movement in front of you and uh, you see Philip holding a laser gun. Hold up.
1: Hang on. How is the porpoise holding a gun?
0: A seen on the art of the cover of this issue. Mech suit. Oh, fuck. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Who was in front? John Doe. Yeah. <laughs> twist again, John Doe. It's always John Doe. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's going to shoot against John Doe.
1: Do your crazy pinball shit and dodge the bullets. So you see, it's either
2: take the miter twist to dodge, or I could just punch Philip for shooting me with a laser gun.
1: Or you could just punch the bullets out of the air.
0: <laughs> no, I, I, that's the only two options. Okay, so yeah, so that's a four coming your way. I can take it. Yeah, and as you are hit, you realize that uh, Philip just slides in and off, and you realize that it was a platform panel with an holographic composition that uh, made it. And you see various of these panels shifting in and out without displacing the water. So you get the feeling that there are the defenses that they're just going to project Philip before they shoot right at you. So the challenge for this floor is that uh, you need to make a cross and uh, you either hack somehow these platform defenses or you have to fight through them, you just have to wreck laser guns and platforms and fake Philips. So these are two different challenge tracks that you can choose to pursue at any time to make through the second floor because it's massive. Again, it's a livable space. (laughs) I think we better. I think we better
3: just
1: run right through.
2: I I agree. Also, I hate this guy.
1: I hate him a lot. (laughs) I mean, I don't I don't like him. That's the end of the sentence. I don't have a follow up. That's I I just I also don't like him. So we're not here because we like him.
0: As you finish saying that, you realize that, uh, again, you fought him before and the monitor to the side opens and uh, you can see a laboratory where there is some kind of steel ball inside. And the monitor on the laboratory seems to respond at your voice. I, man, you have humiliated me out of my home in the moon I was gotten aware by your powers but I created something against you and the ball seems to be glowing with magic runes combined with alien technology and exposed like an EMP but also empowered by magical curse so you and uh, weirdly enough uh, Berserkir you are caught by this attack that was created exactly to target you.
1: Fuck. Yeah,
0: like, oh boy. <laughs> I
2: fucking hate cetaceans. I think we should build more Sea Worlds. I think <laughs> Yeah, I I
1: want less supervision on oil rigs. Johnny just is like extremely frustrated and he's just like, God damn it, Philip, you fucking twat. We're trying to help you, you piece of shit. And then he just gets just slammed.
0: Yeah, that's three damage coming for both of you. And also you get hit by a magical curse of minus one, the artificer's curse. So your powers
2: aren't off. They're just on the fritz.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, I told you. Minor twist. I'm going to take one of your powers until the end of the scene.
1: I have a hunch as to which one it probably is. And yeah, it's going to be load. Yeah, I kind of think it might be. And to advance,
0: and the clock is ticking. And who. Well, it only makes. It's
1: only fair that Iron gets it. Are we still able to, to act against Philip?
0: Oh, yeah, because, you know, for all intents and purposes, you know, there are. So basically, you can so hacking the defenses or fighting the way through the traps is going to be challenges, but you can always at any point attack field.
1: I'm going to start trying to hack defenses because I don't think fighting through fighting through the trap is quite my thing. Yep. Okay. well, then this would be tactician because I would have prepared for some bullshit. I mean, this is literally what you came here for. So yeah, exactly.
0: Finally, finally you can actually bring up the toys that you prepared in advance for this. Finally things are going according to plan.
1: Well, mostly. Sort of. Jury's out on the plan. It ends up being a seven. Mm. What one variable did your plan not account for? I mean,
0: probably, you probably did not account to be cursed by something that causes your tools to break.
1: I mean, honestly, no, I definitely did not plan on magic. I'm very good at planning on science and weird other shit. Magic is a bit of a tricky spot for Johnny as far as planning for that. He doesn't always have a full understanding of what is possible with that. So,
0: how about you do something to hack this place, but uh, it saps your powers and uh, your lightning calculator slows down to a D10. Is that just for the scene or is that... For the scene. So tell us what is the, the hacking apparatus that you use and how
1: using it reinforces the magic curse creeping you. I'm going to do some Hawkeye bullshit here. Johnny pulls a small sidearm from his belt and fires it at a control panel in the wall. And the bullet that comes out of it is not really a regular bullet it's a basically it is it is a hacking device and basically it just latches onto the wall and then plugs into this thing and starts dismantling the defenses of this base but there is an inlaid like magical security system on the panel itself that is i think probably more guided by it doesn't it's not like since it's magic it's not really concerned about the actual device it doesn't see that as the thing that's going after it, it sees the the intention of the person who's doing it. So it basically traces the the trail of heat left behind by the bullet back to Johnny's hand. And it just we see just like this little bolt of like silver energy just kind of spark through the air, go up his arm, and just sort of be in the center of his forehead, just like sort of pop, almost like a when a drop hits a still surface of a body of water and he just sort of reels for a minute and just sort of blinks a whole bunch of times and uh looks pretty disoriented being that he's used to having precognition and all of a sudden it just got way harder to reach that
0: okay so that's one advance there are two boxes more to go in hacking so who are you gonna hand off next
1: i'm gonna give it to john
2: if Hyoman keeps hacking i'm gonna attack philip so as to try and keep pressure off them so they can figure out other solutions, because I ain't much good when it comes to the electricity thing. Yeah, go for it. I got an eight.
0: Yeah, and then they take five damage. Or we want Philip to
2: go see what he does and then be reactionary.
1: I don't know if any of us are reactionaries here.
0: Da 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 da. Cause of that joke, it's Phil. Greater purpose opens a panel from the library. And uh, you see what seems to be a weird drone. Some kind of lunar rover with a knife. And it just rushes towards John Doe with a knife before flipping and tripping on the water. So that's seven damage coming away from being stabbed by a, land, a lunar rover underwater.
2: I'm going to take this damage, but use my Traeger reaction, where the attacker also takes an equal amount of damage. I'm in the red zone now, so things are about to get bananas. The Kill Bill music is playing. Yeah,
1: you
0: know, that's typical Cluedo guesses. Lunar over in the library with a knife. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's always the goddamn Lunar over. It's been Cludo the whole time. Ludo's been leading us on. And it, which we weren't expecting. We got the clue in the first episode of this arc. Straight to gamer jail with all of us. We got to start. We got to start assuming that whatever happens in the, it doesn't matter how ridiculous it is. It will. It's a Chekhov's gun every fucking time.
0: So I guess it was the Cider. The Cider. That was the clue that make you figure on the first episode.
3: OK, uh, Ludo, I got a question here. Uh, our goal is to get out or well, we'll
0: well, your goal is to make the wellness check. But uh, again, this place is no floating. So it's going to become unsafe. Yeah, we need to get out. <laughs> yeah, or uh, maybe Philip knows a way to stop this. So you need to get down to Philip, whatever he is. Or you need to stop the floating. So where's the flooding coming from? It's in this room. Uh, the first floor. Yeah, but there's a hole. There's an air hole yeah that's that's why you have not been flooded yet but the time is running out eventually the pressure is going to be so high
3: so i kind of want to get us to the next room but i don't know if that screws up i'm gonna go with hacking except for i'm gonna hack the magical portion of this
0: <laughs> remember you also have the artificial curse so you also have a minus one
3: oh boy oh that was so that's a five i forgot to put the minus one in there yeah
0: I'm going to suggest that um, you can choose to succeed and advance on the hacking. Mm -hmm. But between the curse, it severs your connection to the spirits to the point that they don't recognize you. And the alarms that you have been able to hack until this far, because now they can recognize you. You no longer have the protection of the spirits go off and whatever will happen if the alarms ring it will happen. Ah, or you can fail.
3: That's a nasty twist because it's probably going to introduce another clock. What do you, I need some input, fellas. I've got at least one more round left in me. So should I succeed or fail? (laughs) Because I don't know what the alarms will introduce. Probably more robots. If you succeed, the alarms will go off and that's going to be more robots. I don't know what it's going to be. I'm
2: guessing more robots because we're facing a lot of robots. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think I'm going to go back on what I just said. I think succeeding might be worth it because then we just need one more success to be Mm -hmm. through this room. We might have to, in the meantime, run interference with whatever it summons, but we can also, as soon as this room's clear, we can just keep
0: moving.
1: Yeah, I'll succeed. Yeah, that's a great point. You succeed,
0: then you suddenly feel like the lasers are no longer able to find you as easily and as you move through the corridors they don't just pop out as often and uh, before you can celebrate this success you turn around the corner and uh, you realize you passed through a guard checkpoint and what is the order of, uh, the, what is the party order? Who's going on the front middle and the back?
2: Well, we've had John Doe leading the charge, which I think is probably still the same. I don't know where Berserkier and Highwayman are, but that's a thing.
3: I'm probably in the middle. Highwayman's definitely in the back. I don't even know if...
0: So who's on the back? I guess it's me. Okay, so as you're passing to the guard checkpoint, which you pass through various, this is when you realize that you no longer have the shielding of the spirits, and a light... Just an ultraviolet light just goes on and covers the corridor and two grades come down and and descend and they hit highwayman and uh, John Doe as they do. And uh, yeah, you are now restrained on your movement. so that is gonna be. Five damage to Highwayman and John Doe as these great catch you. And uh, you're going to get... Both Highwayman and John Doe going to get uh, minus two grated as they are easy prey to whatever is coming until they get out of the confines of this guard post. And we see, attracted by the ultraviolet light you see something skirming with shiny, fluorescent, colorful patterns, and you realize they are massive morays that have a kind of strange helmet around their bodies, which their bite seems to be around some kind of cackling thing that seems to be powered with plasma or electricity. Some kind of mouth taser, I will guess. And uh, three of them are coming to answer the, the call.
3: Oh, man. <laughs> so I was wrong about the robots. Kind of.
2: That's Amore. I'm
1: gonna die soon.
2: So who does the base pick to go first, Ludo? Oh, well, the morning guards, of course. Oh,
0: man. Yeah, it does. Fantastic. We're all gonna die here. They're gonna attack each of you. So it's gonna be on the order that is there. It's okay I have a mention though?
3: Man, I love crimson gold. I'm gonna use intercession. When multiple nearby heroes are attacked, you may take all the damage instead. If you do, roll your leaping die plus red zone die and defend against
0: the attack by the total. Well, but does not that apply to everyone? So you will take all these three attacks. Six, four, and eight. So, 18? So, you reduce by eight. Yeah. No, seven.
3: I take eight. Okay. I am at four, and I'm so glad I got that healing major regeneration thing. As I basically just interpose myself, slamming, grabbing the eels, and they just all bite me.
0: Oh, God, it's like that meme of the man's life cover with the
1: ferrets. Oh yeah! Except it's deadly, deadly eight eels. Question: How many boxes do we have left on the base on the on that thing
0: on the two. So there are two more rounds.
1: Yeah, we got hit hard with the scene tracker. It, but if, but if we go through those two rounds, we fail, right? Yep. Oh. Yeah, that's well, that's what that's what I'm concerned about avoiding. So
2: whoever can hack needs to hack.
1: Okay, I guess I'm gonna do that then. Okay, you chose me. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I guess you're going to heal.
2: I'm going to heal.
3: I'm going to... Okay, so I hinder myself by one, but I heal to 16.
1: Wow. Good. This is the best news that I've gotten in the hot minute.
0: Yeah, who are you going to hand off to?
1: I'm going to hand off to Highwayman. I'm going to hack it. (laughs) I'm going to fire another hacking bullet. Uh...
0: Remember you have minus two because, again, you are trapped between the two grates.
1: So if you can get a boost, also remember you are red. Flashback to how I prepared for this exact situation is what it says. is to be trapped between grates with some moray eels attacking my friend. uh, And I have, man, it says this exact situation, so I'm going to make this absolutely as stupid as I possibly can.
0: (laughs) You have eel repellent.
1: I have in my hat, it's underneath the brim, I have a little thing that I can just sort of activate, like I'm trapped between these grates, but I think I can still get a hand on my belt, I press this button on my belt, and this little monocle thing just sort of extends downward from the brim of my hat and swivels in front of my eye, and then it extends outward and... A very small gun barrel uh, pops into place directly below it, and I look at it and then click it with my mouth. The trigger is a bite control. No,
0: you know, you have to be prepared. You never know when you're going fishing.
1: I prepared for everything.
0: The things that can happen when you go fishing. It's...
1: I want this, and it says when you can flash back to how you prepare for this exact situation, and, like, here's the thing. I didn't maybe prepare for... The specifics of this situation but i was like there might be a point where i can't use my arms so i and like i want to be clear i'm flashing back to a moment where we're in fucking johnny's workshop and john is is there maybe bezler is there i don't know how long ago i would have prepared this i don't know if this was like a thing i prepared for this specific mission or just sort of the ongoing fucking like tony stark style i have to keep making suits bullshit but John Doe was definitely there. It's just like, yeah. So I have this thing that uh, I can attach to the inside of my hat, and what it just gives me a little sight, and then I can use the I can use my mouth to fire it, like uh, just like there's a there's a trigger right there, and it looks fucking ridiculous. It absolutely looks dumb as absolute shit. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna use uh, lightning calculator, and well, I got a three. Fuck, fuck. That's my max die. Wow! Ow!
3: We're screwed. Ouch! And then, in the words of
1: Bender, "Yep, we're boned." Yeah, it feels like we might be boned a little bit, actually.
2: Uh, I, uh, yeah, I think we might be boned. Ludo, if you're saying something, you're
1: still muted. I think Ludo has actually probably muted themselves because they were they're cackling with glee at the horrible misfortune that's about to befall us all. So you can fail.
0: Or you can succeed, but you realize that there is something else that you fail to take into account, into account this whole mission. This is a whole expedition into Argentina that invalidate your plans. And I'm going to just tell you what, if you accept this
1: path, Yeah no I I, yeah I think I gotta fail it. Fuck. Commit. I have commit. I I I locking it in. I am failing this this thing. You fail. I fail.
0: Yeah, you know this is what happens when you are trapped. So who you hand off to? Okay, I will hand it off to. Yeah, I'll hand it off to John. Okay, so you gonna try hacking to and advance this scene or do something else? You know what? John Doe
2: is going to try something that he's going to put his faith in the universe. Uh, He's seen these guys hack these systems both mystically and technologically. John Doe's going to use his rather athletic upper body to slide between the bars and just start tapping away at a computer terminal while simultaneously chiseling away at a rune Um, and hope it all works out. All right. I don't know if that'll count for principal amnesia because it's not really a fresh perspective. I'm using... Oh,
0: are you kidding? This is definitely a fresh perspective. How's a six looking? Well, I'm going to say that this works, but you take damage and you're taken out.
2: So, yeah, as Rondo's hitting it, he chisels like the third root down, electricity passes through it, but then there's like a... Ding-ing.
0: Yeah, you actually... You managed to cast a spell. The problem is you're... You know, you're casting from life points. You're using your uh, own power to power it, and you just go out. Does John know how to do magic? Apparently, John knows how to do magic.
1: No joke, right before John is knocked unconscious, like, the last thing that Johnny is, like, able to say to him is, do you know how to fucking do magic? And then John is knocked unconscious, and he's like, ah, fuck.
2: So how do you hand off to the system's deactivated. I'll hand off to Philippe. I'm hoping the alarms will raise the real Philippe, who will be like, Oh, sorry, guys, I left on my home security system.
0: That actually is what happens. You see one of the screens turn on, but instead it's poor darkness and you can hear a tire voice. Guys, those were the people I told I am expecting. Bring them down before turning off again. The thing is, the base is still flooding. As this is happening, the damn air tunnel stops being able to hold the water and all the water that it was holding just comes pouring down. And that, ufta, you're gonna need to be maneuvering through this base with a minus three, which is rushed floating. And you proceed, you are escorted by the morays to the third floor and uh, it seems to be a salvage operation. In the middle of it, you see the prize of the last expedition. And one of the moray
1: is pulling John, Doe. Would it be possible that I could basically, like... Put on the bike? Yeah, just put him in one of the sidecars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's there. And I also, just for his car, just in case, because I don't know what's going to happen, I would have turned on aquatic mode so that he's sealed in, in the bubble so that, you know, if it floods, he still got air.
0: It's a massive salvage operation, and you can see many of the personal labs of Philip. You can see the tanks. You can see what is probably going to be where he lives and sleeps. And uh, you can see the prize that he got, and it's... Uh, the to God Durax bomber, basically intact, that uh, he seems to be repairing. And next to it, turned towards the tube that leads to the second floor, is a massive portal. Basically some Stargate looking ass thing that is pointed towards the entry slash exit which is probably both how we got the the bomber in and how we can take it out and you realize immediately that if you open the portal the rush of water that is coming through will go into the portal so a good way to stop the base from being flooded is if you activate it or you can go to philip and hope that uh He's good enough to activate it himself.
3: Like, is it just a thing we say we activate the portal? And be a challenge. It's going to be a challenge. I'm, I'm not feeling very
1: good. Yeah. good with these challenges right now. <laughs> How would this challenge function? And also, if we acted on this challenge, would we still have a negative three?
0: Uh, you're going to have negative three to your first action. With it. So, yeah, you, it will need three successes to activate the portal. So we literally all have to do that. Well, the Mores will help. Okay, so who is going to go? So, okay, I guess so. Uh, so, yeah, so it's uh, Jando. Doe. action is doing their out action. And then uh, Jeanne Doe hands off to. Uh, I'll head off to Ber- Berserkier. The way my down
2: action works is Doe isn't knocked out. Totally. He's just too, like, beaten to do anything. And he grabs Berserkier. He's like, you got this. You're much taller from this angle.
3: Is this a magical or technological gate? I forget. Uh, yes. Ah, okay.
0: Yeah, it's some weird ass thing. Put on the chevrons. Boy,
3: so the highest I can get is a freaking seven, which is the highest I got. So that's a plus two, so. It's a
1: nine. That's nine. That's a good one, right?
0: Unless, unless another Moray helps the first Moray. <laughs> And the 7 becomes an 8. Which makes it a 10. And an 8 gives it a plus 3, which makes it a 10. So you have a 10. So you have a success. And that's one. So, yeah, you basically, you get to the portal and uh, you commune with the spirits within and you can feel it waking up. And uh, you can see it activating, but... It does not seem to be connected to somewhere else, so the water just floods in and it's entering the portal, but it's continuing as if the portal was not there. Yeah. It needs a location to lock on. So, who you hand off to? Well,
3: I think Moray should provide one more boost. We have one Moray left.
0: Mm hmm. Let's go to the Moray. And so, that's a plus one that Highwayman man gonna
1: get. Fantastic. so that's a minus two that you have. Excellent. And I need to get a 10 to succeed.
0: No, the more you get the best without extra twists on top. Okay. Um, well, here we go. Do you have a master that applies in activating portals?
1: I mean, that's, that's, that seems like it falls under deep, under deep space knowledge.
0: Actually, every man uh, applies because you are using a boost made
1: by another hero. Fantastic. I will use that. The Amazing Moray. It's an 8, which could be worse. I'm going to say
0: you can succeed, but you have to send, to put the coordinates of a place that know well enough that you know the coordinates of. So why don't you tell me Where are you sending the water? And again, it has to be a place which you know well enough to know the exact coordinates. Yeah. Johnny, don't you
2: know the location of the U.S. that they built during the Secret Moon War?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that one, that one I do know. I know intimately. I know it so well. I fucking put that in instantly. That is my first choice. I was trying to think if there was something funnier, but honestly, not really. That's pretty fucking funny.
0: Okay, so who you give up to? Philip or the base?
1: Uh, I'm going to give it to Philip as I yell, Hey, Philip, I need you to fucking help us with this portal, bud. We need to get the water out of this base so we can help you. Come on now, please. Just give us this one and we can kind of sit down and talk like reasonable adults.
0: You hear painted speech. Any moment now. Coming from the other room. I'm sure it will be fine. Can't wait.
1: It literally will not be fine. We will all be dead and we won't be able to help you. Please just give us this one, and then I promise we'll we'll figure out what we can do for you here.
0: I tang get off, but I'll get there soon. Uh,
1: time is of the essence, my friend. It's the best now. So wait, so was Philip's whole action just not doing stuff?
0: Yes, yeah, so it's called depression. Yeah,
1: no, I know. Why the fuck did I give him the
0: action? And as you are doing that you hear an alarm go off and warnings warning lockdown initiated and bubbles come out and they trap one of the mores and they're gonna trap one of you and i'm just gonna roll a dice and if it's odds it's gonna be Berserkir. if it's even it's gonna be highwayman well well, yeah. So, Burger King, you suddenly are enclosed by a bubble, and it would be a challenge to get out of it. Simple challenge, but the thing is, it will be a simple challenge when you still need another sass on the challenge.
2: Uh, John Doe give,
1: looks at Highwayman. Just, hey, buddy. Yeah, bud. I've never been to France. We're gonna get you to France, all right? Don't you worry about it. I'm gonna take care of this.
0: So, yeah, Iron Man, Uh, so Berserker, do you free Berserker with the challenge or... uh...
1: I'm finishing setting up the portal. If Berserker's just trapped, we can fix that in a minute.
0: Oh, yeah. The problem is the timing.
1: Yeah. Not ideal. Am I able to have the mores give me the other two remaining mores give me a boost? Yeah. I would like that. So, that's the thing. You have a plus two. And I hate that I'm about to do this myself, but narratively, I think it makes sense. Um, are there like components of this thing that are like working slowly? Like why? Like what is what is the opposition that Johnny's facing here to make this last success? Just narratively speaking, like them.
0: So the portal has the coordinate locked. The portal is awakened. Now the only thing missing is the connection.
1: Sick. I'm going to be honest, just based on sort of how beat up folks are and like the sort of intensity of the situation, the fact that we don't know exactly how Philippe has alien tech sort of stuff. And then John just said that thing about going to Paris. Like this is probably I think the closest that Johnny has gotten to being very afraid that he's about to lose someone he cares about. So I think he straight up just is going to try and use transmutation. Probably that sidearm I mentioned earlier, And he's going to try and transmute it and jam it into the the right spot to make the connection, knowing that he is risking serious physical harm. And I got an 11.
0: Yeah, so it's an extraordinary success. And the water floods in, the bubble pops, and it just vanishes inside the portal. And you were able to be victorious. And you see... A water bed, like a literal platform made of water, slowly being padded in inside as a large purpose with a scar on one eye, just waddles in, barely able to lift up their lack of neck. I'm here. What needs doing? <laughs>
1: Berserk your waves. Hey, you have a new friend. Yeah. Uh Philippe, this is a uh, this is Joachim. They're from a uh... Pretty far away, somewhere more in the in sort of a uh, northern Europe. Seems nice. Yeah, uh, Johnny is just kind of slumped now up against the wall. I think he looks over at Joachim and he's like, "I don't really know how your uh how your powers work. Are you able to you able to help John out any?"
3: Uh, I I can run some first aid, and uh, I guess I'll just do some pop the bubble and do some first aid.
0: Yeah, they are fine. They just seem to be. Drain it. Like they pour everything that they have.
1: Yeah. I think I sort of like have to push myself up off the wall and stand up very slowly because I'm pretty wiped out just from the intensity of all of that. Definitely still got more energy than John, but yeah, still getting towards that point. I just walk pretty slowly over to Philip and, and I'm just like, before we make any uh rash decisions, can we just talk for a little bit? That's what they called yelling for. Yeah, you don't mind me saying so. You're having a bit of a rough time, and I think that you know puts us all in some strange places as far as headspace. Um, we want to help you, but if we can, we don't want there to be you know fire and fury that destroys everything. We'd rather just be able to help you if we can. I mean, it's a it's a genuine offer. We're not. You're having a bad time, and bad stuff happened, and we'll figure all that out on a different track. But for the immediate, I think it would be best if we just sort of. Maybe get you somebody you can talk to, like a professional. We have resources as a system for, we can make sure that you're given care. I mean, you know, I know you and I have our history or whatever, but like, we saw fucking horrible shit up there and I'm not surprised that you got some weight on you. I kind of get that.
0: And uh, there's a long time in which a purpose goes silent.
1: Would it be possible that uh, like during that silence, if he seems amiable to it that Johnny could just like put a comforting hand on him. Just being like, I know we have been enemies, but like, hey, I still give a shit. She just makes a slight fiend gesture to say that
0: he's okay with that. And uh, he remains quiet for a moment. There, just, I don't know if I can go on. I, I, I cannot continue like this.
1: Buddy, I think you're probably right about that. I don't think you can continue like this. So let's give you something else, yeah? I mean, it seems like you're kind of going it alone, going it with people that would not be like this, would it? And, you know, having a little bit of something to help kind of keep you standing up, metaphorically speaking. You know, that's not like this, per se. Maybe we give you kind of the the strength to try something different so you're not carrying so much weight all at once.
0: I don't think it matters. That's the thing. I think I think there's no met No, nothing matters.
1: You know, it's always kind of hard to tell if anything really matters, I guess. But at the end of the day, that's not really the big concern, is it? I mean, sure, you know, maybe nothing matters. Maybe at the end of the day, the world just kind of keeps spinning. We're all just around. We just exist. We just happen to be passing through, whatever. You know, the fact is you're here and you're uh, experiencing such as it is. You are living a life and... I think it is very reasonable to say that one thing that can matter is that you have the chance, the option to enjoy something, to feel things that aren't this, to, I mean, to be able to figure out what matters to you and not have it be this horrible burden all the time. In the grand scheme of everything, sure, I mean, very little matters, but you're not the grand scheme of everything. You're just you, so... If you can make something out of your life that matters to you, then I think that's all that is really important. That's the most anybody should ask of you, I think.
0: That's the thing. I thought I was doing that, but I thought that things might be hellish here, might be impossible, but we cannot achieve a victory here, but that we could get help beyond the stars, that things could be better, but I, I cannot bear to see another tyrant camp, another invader. We thought that people that are able to navigate through space they certainly have to be smart enough to organize things a better way to know a better way to do things they for sure they will have figured a way to get communism to work but what do we get you get lord durax how many countless petty tyrants is worse or evil as anything that we had in this cursed planet are out there? I cannot bear this anymore. I cannot bear to find more and more monsters in space. That, that means that it's impossible. It cannot be done. Cannot be achieved. And why? I thought if I did that, if I did my best effort to that, it would all be a word. But what if it is impossible. Whatever there is nothing but a boot slapping... A fish tank over and over again. You really put your heart into it, didn't you? Well, I had to. What was the alternative? To get involved on your war? I don't want that. It's pointless. It would be better to just press the plug and reset everything to, to nuclear fire or to try to make such a mess that some benevolent force would have to intervene. That is how bad getting involved in this stuff. Bud, when was the last
1: time somebody gave you a hug?
0: I think i am never being hugged. You mind? Go ahead, but I'm just not going to solve it.
1: Yeah, I'm not trying to solve that right now. I'm just... I think a hug would go down pretty smooth. And he does. He tries to give him a really long hug. He doesn't mean to say shit. He just tries to... I mean, like, I, I know the mechanics of this are sort of strange. But as best he can, I think he tries to get Philip just a little bit out of the tank and, like, really genuinely embraces him because that's... Yeah, I mean, he's... Like, none of his points are bad and i think after this a, a solid good few seconds of this hug johnny releases him and kind of tries to, to gently lower him back to a resting state and he says you have given so much of yourself to this effort you have tried so hard to find something that is i would say the the loftiest the most aspirational of goals and You know, means are a different thing. It sounds like we may not have agreed necessarily on method, but your goal, it's not a bad one. I think you deserve a little more credit for that. So thank you for caring about that. There is no easy answer. There is no fix for the stuff that's that's plaguing you right now. This is the kind of thing that I think people go their entire lives looking for exactly the kind of thing you're looking for here. I I really do. I hope it is some small comfort to you. What you're looking for is a big fix. And I know we want a big fix. That's certainly, that's always the end goal. I think we have to realize that the big fix isn't that likely. So we can just make things just a little better. That ain't nothing to step up. You know, maybe you're right. Maybe we ain't going to find nothing in the stars that is able to organize things better, is able to do a better job of running the planet, you know, all of that sort of stuff. It's kind of a needle in a haystack situation. I got a friend I think you should meet at some point. He's kind of a uh, kind of a soft hearted guy, believes very much in the. Well, he's a little less trusting of technology than you or I, but he's got a good heart and uh, he carries a lot. Maybe not in the same way as you, but he's struggling, too. And he's also got a lot of the depth that it sounds like you have, too. point is this. You're looking for this masterstroke solution to a problem that, let's face it, I mean, intelligent creatures on this planet have been looking for since we made fire, probably. You got to know that, you, I mean, you got limits. Everybody does. And if you burn yourself out, if you burn out anything with... Nuclear fire, if you wipe the slate clean, every single one of those little steps we've taken upward, it's gone. Everything has been for nothing at that point. If you leave what we've got intact and we try to fix it a little bit at a time, if we let people help us, let us work to their strengths, you know, take on the perspectives of smarter, kinder people, and we rest when we're tired, hopefully things end up a little better than we found them. Maybe you should try to look for that. I get that everything is, uh, if you'll pardon me, kind of fucked. But the goal is to leave it a little better than you found it. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have a lot that I'm living for at this point. At this point, all I want to do is die knowing that things made out just a little better than they were when I got here. There's no better if there's nothing left, you know? I don't just mean the planet, and I don't just mean its people. I mean you. There's nothing left there than what you're hoping for, that big heart of yours, all those talents you have. They're just gone. And any little tiny bit of better that could have come from it, anything that we can look back on and say, you know who did that? That was Philip. That's just gone. I got some great people you could talk to. I really do. Lord knows I need them. You come with us. We'll get you some help. You can take some time. We will take what you've said seriously. We will, you know, kind of add it to our repertoire of, uh, of, of the reasons we keep going at it, you know? And uh, when you're ready, when you're recovered, we can give you a place, you know, try to give you the tools you need to maybe work towards that goal. And at the end of the day, at least maybe end up making things just a little better. What do you think?
0: He stares at you with his black eyes. And you can see that uh, part of him wants to believe, but there is the grip of depression. Giving him the worst raid. You're only worried because you think it's within my powers to bring down nuclear winter. You will not have come here if you did not fear.
1: I mean, you're right about that. At least that last part. Then I talked to you. That's kind of what it comes down to, right? We just had the chance to talk, you and me. I can't think of if we've ever had that. You find out a lot of the time that if you just sit down and talk to somebody, there's usually a little more there than you actually thought. And, uh, you know, don't get me wrong. The nuclear winter thing, still a concern. I'm still worried about that. That's definitely, I would say, sort of a pretty significant issue for me. But, Philip, I want you around, which is not how I expected this to go. You got gifts, man. There's stuff you have to offer. Like, I know for sure that I did not understand or appreciate that appropriately when we got here. And you gave Moray Eels sentience, and they helped us, like, save a base. You are a talented individual who has... A genuine goal. Like, you have something you want out of the world. You have an aspiration. You know how many people are born, live, and die, and they never give a damn what happens to anybody around them? Let me get into my Mac. Alright, bud. You take all the time you need. Anything we can do to help you get ready? No. So,
0: you take a moment to recover. So, basically have a kneeling...
1: Scene. You leave the base. Hang on, can we bring the Moray eels with... Uh, just any... If, if Philip has any other guys, I want to know that they are either have been released back into the wild or that they came with it so that he's not... You know, I don't want to... They, they seem fine.
0: Yeah, uh, there's a bunch of more guards coming with you. Okay, fantastic. I mean, after all, the boss is not here. As you come out, as you pop out in the water, you can hear an helicopter just over the side of the lake and out of this Russian helicopter comes Barzegar and he now smiles and he extends a hand towards the big mecha hand of Greater Purpose Tank and all grinning Philip Passado the Comintern will like to lend its resources to you
3: Oh god damn it I'm
0: gonna
2: have to fight him
0: Crimson Gold Agonies is an associate of Court Games and D20 Radio. Joaquin Jarv, a.k.a. Berserkir, is played by Brent thorson They can be found at Copper Credit almost everywhere. Check out their other podcasts, Splinters of Jade and L5R Thriller Actual Play. They are available for editing work. Message them for rates. Johnny Jennings, a.k.a. The Highwayman, is played by Sam Sedlax. They can be found at SGCA on Instagram and Young Space Dad on Twitter. They are largely imperceived. John Doe is played by Bradley Haller. You can follow him at Judge the on Twitter or as co-writer on Split Roll where he screams his opinions at you. Ludo handles the rest. You can find them at the and more of her stuff as agonizing Crimson at Ichio or co-writing split role. Citadel Comics RPG is the property of Greater Than Games, and designed in collaboration with Critical Hits. some Gold Agonies is possible through the support of listeners like you. You can support us on Patreon, or even better, you can review us on iTunes, and you can spread the word, because there is no better way to get into a podcast as because a friend told us about it.